0: You're listening to the Making a Multi-Million Dollar Med spa Podcast, where we have real conversations about what it takes to run a successful business. Thank you for joining us as we showcase and share our day-to-day successes, and even more importantly, failures and mistakes, and host some of our peers, colleagues, and other experts in the field. Starting a med spa can be a daunting undertaking, but the rewards are so worth it. Leaning into the learning curve and being open to the process can make a huge difference when just starting out. Navigating the pitfalls, determining what services to offer, and learning equipment capabilities are just a few of the major tasks that come with building a clinic. Our guest this week, Dr. Andrea Say, she left a career in anesthesiology to take on the world of aesthetics. Dr. Say created Optimal U Medical Aesthetics in Sacramento, California, to breathe positivity and grace into the aging process. Throughout her journey, she has embraced the learning moments and continued to grow her practice, so much so that her husband is following her lead and diving into the aesthetic industry too. From the biggest takeaways to key training, this episode will take you through the early life of a med spa and how aesthetics goes beyond that youthful glow. All right. I'm so excited to be back with our podcast today. And our guest today is Dr. Andrea Say. She's with Optimal U out of Sacramento, California. And I just learned that we have the same birthday.
1: Yes, we are birthday twinsies. I love this. This makes so (laughs) much sense to me. And it turns out we both had some childhood years in Tulsa.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm not. I I just think, you know, I, instantly connected with you. I just think you're such an amazing person. and But it's been fun to find out these little tidbits along our journey together. So seriously, thank you so much for spending the time with me today to record this podcast and share part of your journey and experiences with other clinics around the country. And that's really what this vision or my vision for this podcast is, is just to kind of Um, you'll help others along the way. Um, And so thank you. Thank you again for coming. Um, So what were you in Tulsa for?
1: So when I was in probably fourth, fifth, sixth grade, we we were living in that area. And I'll be honest with you, Kathy, I don't meet too many people from Tulsa, Oklahoma, or who have even been there. So that's pretty special link. What school did you go to? So I went to just the public school. There was I want to say it was like Sepulveda, maybe. Okay, I have to double check. It's been a really long time because this is going to give
0: away my age.
1: Was it? Was it? Because I went to Jinx. It wasn't Jinx for sure,
0: but I'm just have to look into that and let me know.
1: Yeah, I will. To see how
0: far apart we were. So yeah, I
1: think I'm quite a bit older than you, Kathy. It's gonna give away my age for sure. For
0: sure. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Maybe <laughs> we'll share that after the podcast. <laughs> oh, well, I would love to start the podcast with um a little bit about maybe just looking at what you're most excited about right now. There's so many things going on in our industry and From clinic to clinic, I think, you know, overall, we've got some things that we share in terms of our vision, but you know, there are so many unique things from clinic to clinic. And so maybe just share something that you're really excited about, whether you've started to do it, or you're looking to do it, or just kind of an overall idea within within our space that makes you happy right now.
1: I am most excited about the fact that for one of the first times ever, I really feel that people can determine how they age. They can either age gracefully, which has come really great, or they can sort of stop the clock for a subset of years and be dialing it back and rejuvenating and that there's so much medical evidence that it works. I just find that so exciting that you can now look the
0: age you feel. Definitely. What are your favorite procedures for that specifically?
1: My favorite procedures are definitely BBL and now IV vitamins. I would have said BBL and Halo a few months ago, but now I have to say BBL and IV vitamins.
0: Oh, well, I was just watching this commercial about, you know, a makeup that's like the magic eraser. You know, you spray the makeup on and it's the magic eraser. And I thought, BBL! It is an actual <laughs> magic eraser. And you don't have to spray it on and take it off every day. You actually just go get a treatment, and then you, there's your magic eraser. So I, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's been my all-time favorite treatment for a number of years, just because the results that we saw even before the study that came out from Stanford. But now we just have so much science behind it, so it gives me so much confidence when I'm talking to my clients. Yes. And I think you know really just my goal and focus too with that over the last you know a while has been to really help our clients also understand it doesn't just have to be the face and how so many of them still don't don't put it together that oh I can do this on the body as well as my face so so you said go ahead
1: and i realized at the saiton conference as i was dreading my prolonged treatment with bbl yesterday for a few clients that that bbl hero is going to come in handy and i need to just join that segment of the population and own a bbl hero to make
0: treatments oh, fast it definitely speeds it up for the body especially you know <laughs> arms and things like that oh uh, so you said bbl and iv vitamins
1: yes Yeah. What
0: are you doing there?
1: So, my background is as an anesthesiologist. And when I first started opening and doing treatments, it occurred to me all the things we used to give to burn patients, right? Over several decades of working in the hospital with the understanding that if you are healing, you need extra nutrition to heal. The body is going to be building it's gonna be creating new skin, it's gonna be using proteins and you would need extra in order to heal the wound. And so we started off with some oral supplements initially. And then over the last two years, we're really trying to hone in on what made sense for wound healing. And I would say B vitamins and zinc kind of along that burn healing protocol definitely works but now in our office, we're trying vitamin C as well. Sort of that Myers cocktail, essentially, that's been around for so long and is so safe for patients. And I question patients. None of my patients are eating six servings of vegetables a day. I don't know about yours, but in in Sacramento, they are
0: not. I don't know about me. (laughs) and I really try but that's you know it just doesn't happen every day
1: it's hard I, I mean and I just think that if the skin's getting older on the outside Kathy there's no doubt the GI tract is getting older as well and so I'm thinking maybe absorption becomes an issue as clients get older and I'm really motivated to take care of that 40s and up crowd, because that's really who comes into our office. And we've been starting to see some really good results with just, you know, the skin healing, but also feedback about energy that they will sign up again because of the energy they got during the treatment.
0: So I have gone to a number of IV therapy clinics over the past five, almost 10 years And we've also been looking into IV therapy. We have not, we are not fully set up yet. So I'm just curious on a couple of things. So you, you didn't initially open your clinic and say, I'm going to do IV therapy. Correct. Right. Right. Okay. So you've added it since. What does that look like? What does the flow look like? Where did you set it up? I mean, where is the client, you know, how long are they there for? You know, what did you do with your space? Because so many of our spaces are so small. And so I'm just curious you know, where you are with that.
1: So we have essentially linked it for most of our clients to be during the treatment itself. So whether or not they're getting a facial or they're getting a laser procedure, and we will just start an IV and let it basically be running simultaneously. You can pretty quickly give a vitamin B treatment to patients and a little bit of amino acids to patients within a couple of minutes, if mm-hmm. if that was the plan. So when we're using certain formulations, we will just actually do kind of a slow IV push during mm-hmm. their treatment. Um, we are also doing the NAD treatments, but those are fairly expensive. And then we actually dedicate a room to those. But the NAD treatments actually started bringing in male clients into our office. And it was interesting because we were not expecting NAD to convert male clients into Botox and laser clients but Mm -hmm. we are starting to see that happening after they come in so I, I think it's going to be part of the process going forward because I think people realize that they can have more energy it's safe it's simple. I saw that Spa sent out an email talking about adding IV nutrition to a practice. So I'm sure it's coming.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it is. I mean, I think, you know, working in this and being in this industry for so many years in Arizona, it's, it's very popular. There are multiple oh, sure. IV therapy clinics there. And then a lot of the aesthetic centers started to add them in. Although I have to say the majority were either standalone or they were more of a functional medicine or naturopathic medicine type of, you know, a, a clinic and they would have IV therapy there. But, you know, it just seems to me, it's always made sense because I just, you know, it's the whole inside outside overall product, right? You, you want to feel good. You want to look good. And so I, you know, Matt and I have been talking about adding it for a couple of years now and have been in that process. And we are, when we move into our new building in March, you know, we will have a whole dedicated space to it, but it's just the logistics of where do you put it? Who's administering it? And yes. so I, I like the idea um, of being able to do it while they're receiving another treatment. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me too, it's like, I love to be able to get in, get it all done and get out. Yes. And, and for, Yeah. And for that type <laughs> of client, I think they would love that.
1: Mm -hmm. I I would say the only hiccup that we had to learn early on is that if they don't have good veins, I would just say they're probably not a good candidate because you really do have to be fast in order to make it profitable. Mm -hmm. So you really need that person who can do that quick IV. And then you really need someone who has some kind of vein to work with right? Because if they're a hard IV stick, then it really can just upset your whole day if all of a sudden you're spending 20 minutes or something to do that. So we learned to screen for that pretty quickly and to just have the hard conversation sometimes, right? Yeah. Or if they're needle-averse because you have to think about time as money and sort of all the things that then go into the reassurance part, so, we've kind of narrowed it down to our early adopters or people that come in for NAD treatments exclusively. But I really believe you could get it dialed in and get a system set up and working, and that the clients would love it.
0: I love that. So, talking about the business side and kind of time is money concept, you know, what do you think in opening up your aesthetic center? So, coming from anesthesiology into aesthetics, and from start to where you are now, what, were, what was maybe the biggest kind of hurdle or learning moment or a couple of things that you feel like you know, it would be great to have known the week I started instead of now?
1: I would say understanding that it's gonna take you twice as long as you think it is and twice as much money. Yeah, (laughs) right because you really do need so much training and I think I I got a false sense of security in the beginning when I use needles all day and you know when I started playing around with Botox I mean it just came so easily to me and you know, understanding it came so easily. And then I went a little bit into filler. And for the most part, that came pretty easily. But then we added the laser part. And I think that's where it really kind of started to get more complex because filler and Botox patients aren't always laser patients. And I assumed you could convert them all, but that's not necessarily the case. And then you need marketing and sales expertise, which I clearly did not have as an anesthesiologist.
0: Well, I think, you know, like you, and I mean, obviously we're a training company, but even still we, we pay, I, I you know, I, I love the, the, the same, like pay for speed, because if you wait, you know, six months to pay for it, a year, pay for it. Two years later, you're finally paying for it where you could have paid for it a month or two in and had been doing so much better you yes. know, a year later or two years later. But when we get new technology and you're early in this industry, you think, oh, I just bought this big piece of technology. How can I afford to pay for training? But it really is like, how can you afford not to?
1: Yes. And here's my shameless plug for your e course because it really wasn't until we started doing that course that we understood the limits of the machine. I think we were very timid in terms of how we were using it. And then flash forward to the other day, we have a new esthetician and she's spending the day with us and she wanted to see the BBL. So I had turned it on, I put it on my skin. And then she says, oh, is your skin supposed to be smoking that way? And I'm thinking, wow, I've come a long way from being worried about dialing it up to clearly being (laughs) okay on fire.
0: (laughs) <laughs> by the way I always take the shameless plug so thank you very much um but that that is so good you know Matt always gives me a hard time about certain treatments that I've done on him over the years and I used this old um IPL system years ago on the cherry angioma, and lit literally there was a flame <laughs> you <me> on fire <laughs>
1: all in to be the guinea pig for whatever we're willing to try but I did have to explain to Isabel that no she was right it was not the goal to set the client on fire that that was actually an anomaly for a teaching point yes
0: (laughs) oh and so does your husband your husband does not work with you in the clinic but he'll come in and be your guinea pig
1: Well, you know, that's getting ready to change. He actually is finishing up his last two weeks as we speak and he's going to join and we're, we're pretty excited about it actually. Very
0: excited. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. So he is a surgeon. Yes. And, and so how, how did that decision come about?
1: So I did one of those tip my toe in type methods to where I started out as the one person just kind of seeing if I could figure out how to make money off of it. And then spent a few years doing both sides of anesthesiology and running the office. And just to prove my to myself that that would work. I mean when COVID came, by the time COVID came and California did a full shutdown, and we actually did close our office to the point to where it reopened, within a mile, five new people had opened aesthetics clinics. Mm-hmm. So the competition was fierce even before. But as I saw that happening, I was pretty glad I had just kind of not fully committed. And then once I really got into more and more training and understanding who my mentors for training should be, I feel like that is so important because I had been spending money on training, but I felt like I wasn't really getting the right mentor at first. And I feel like that's really key, right? Is, is wow. who trained you and how your perceptions match with theirs. Like, I want to know anatomy. I, I want to know skin physiology. I want to know as much of what not to do as what to do. And while I do think there's an art to it, there's also a science, which is why I feel like you and I have such a good connection because I feel like you believe it's science. And I also believe in the be the best that you can be. And I think you've got to find that person who provides those qualities for you.
0: Well, I see that in you so much. You know, I've I've had the wonderful opportunity to work with clinics all over the country. And just to have um, you know, so many of our talks and to see your approach and how much you care. Yeah. I, mean, I just kept saying, you're gonna be, you're bit, you're gonna get so busy. You're gonna get so busy. You just gotta keep plugging away. Your clients are gonna absolutely love and adore you and never ever leave you because you put so much care into them you know, not only in like getting the right training and making sure that you fully understand and, and, you know, as you're, as before you're like, you know, using it, but also like, what else can you do from the wellness perspective? I mean, it's just like full picture for you. And, um, you know, there's a lot of times when I work with clinics in the beginning, I think, oh gosh, I, I hope they, you know, I really hope they can make it. And I just always thought, oh, she's going to do great. Oh, well,
1: thank you. Uh, So that's, That's so generous and kind of you. I mean, I really do think the last year in doing more trainings definitely helped bring him on board. I mean, because we're just, we're at that point. I feel like I know who my mentors are for certain things. And it just, it really helps. It really helps accelerate by using results and having clients come in because they get referrals.
0: And so what is his... on your vision of his role in the clinic and your role in the clinic, and will you both be doing the clinical side, both be doing the business side? I'm always curious with the husband and wife thing because, you know, I got that going on too.
1: Yes. So it's interesting. Glenn and I trained in residency together and we loved working together. Almost said where I think staff around us probably felt like throwing up afterwards because we really (laughs) liked each other. And I feel like we understood each other um, in that space. Mm -hmm. So I truly believe I was fortunate enough to marry my real complement in life. So the things that I don't enjoy as much, which is some of the business and numbers to the business, he really likes. I actually don't really love doing filler to a huge extent, but he's very interested in threads and filler techniques. And what better hands than 20 year old surgical hands of experience doing those. So I feel like it's finally reached that point to where we can do it. And we're pretty excited.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations.
1: Thank you.
0: So is there anything that you've heard about um, and you think, oh, in the future, I definitely want to do that. Any type of technology or procedure, um, you know, kind of what are your next steps and growth? I mean, obviously he's coming on. I think that's a huge next step to have both of you there. That's going to be amazing. Is there anything else that you can think of that you're just like really excited about or you've heard about recently that um, you'd like to add to your menu of services?
1: So I really like the concept of being able to be a one-stop shop. And we currently aren't that. So when I was seeing Seitan's new hair removal devices, I mean, that's kind of on our back burner because without a doubt, having our lifelong clients has been what has been so great for us because we really were trying to make long-term fans. And we've done a good job of that, but every now and then I see that not offering hair removal, for example, leads them somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so I think it is really important to stop and think about what will make your client seek services elsewhere because customer service, having the right equipment, definitely that all has to be there. But I feel like you also have to be covering all the services almost. At some point, if you hope to grow,
0: I think it's a really good point. We learned that lesson again a a couple of years ago. You know, we've always offered hair removal, um, but at some point, you know, it was not the fun thing to buy anymore. And so our technology just kind of became dated and it still worked. Um, But we were using, you know, older technology to do that same procedure and competing with clinics, you know, across the city that had bought kind of the latest and greatest. And we had another clinic come in to work with us to do some clinical training. And we were talking to them about their menu of services and, you know, what are, what are the top procedures on their list? And they were doing a million a year in hair removal. Right. (laughs) Matt and I were like, uh, I think we're missing the boat on this one, you know? So, you know, I mean, it is the procedure that year after year is one of, if not the top, one of the top laser procedures nationwide, and probably because it's men and women and multiple body parts, right, and all skin types when you get the right device, and so I can see how that would be something that would be you know, when you have the right person to do that procedure too, great for your schedule. I mean, your menu of services. I mean, for us, one of the nice things that we do is when we bring on, because in the state of Kansas, your estheticians can do laser hair removal. Mm -hmm. And so we bring them on and the newer estheticians take on those types of procedures that, you know, I mean, those aren't the the loveliest, you know, wanted treatments to perform, right. but are the necessary ones, and they build yes. relationships. And you know you have clients that start to come in younger that you build those relationships with, and they stay with you longer. And so, long story short, anyway, we we bought another device.
1: <laughs> and I think because women specifically are so interested in that procedure, and I feel like they go through multiple stages, right? So, they're in their 20s and they want their hair removed, but then they go through a pregnancy and then sometimes the hair comes back and they need it removed again. And then by the time they go into menopause, unfortunately it comes back, maybe not in the same place, but somewhere Mm -hmm. else, like Mm -hmm. on the face and they want it removed then. And so I agree. And thinking about it, the new treatments are just so fast and effective and more comfortable that it's really missing a market to not have it.
0: Yeah. I think you'll find that you do a lot of it. And I think especially having the right person to do it, that enjoys it and, you know, is, is, has that personality of talking with them through it. Because, you know, if you're doing full legs, even though it actually is really fast now, you're still, you know, applying the gel and doing the treatment cleaning the gel up. And, and so there is some time that still goes into it, but I think, you know, the right person doing that job, um, they really capture those clients. And then that just, you know, you don't only have that business, but it feeds into your future business of injectables and BBL and Moxie and halo and all those other fun things. So
1: completely agree.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm sure your Saitan rep will be happy to hear about this.
1: Yes, I'm sure. (laughs) The nurse in our office informed us very early that she is not the bikini hair removal person. She's already laid down that we will need a new hire.
0: Well, that's what, you know, I mean, it it is one of those things that there are just certain procedures that it's finding the right personality, just like the right personality to answer the phone is the right personality. And I think, you know, with so many of our estheticians here, they started with waxing. And so they were doing Brazilian waxing treatments all day long. And so to do laser hair removal is like an easy thing. You know, it's faster. It doesn't hurt as much. They don't have to do it. You know, their clients don't have to come in every month forever. And ever and so I think you know it's it's a relief to them so I think again you know just finding that right person is the key
1: absolutely in California the skin aestheticians cannot run the devices so it's a little bit trickier but I'm sure there is some young nurse who wants to enter aesthetics out there could be that I, I I can make it happen I'm sure there is
0: Maybe they'll hear this podcast. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are just amazing. I would work with you all day, every day. So thank you so I much. Like, you know, the right person's going to come up. I'm sure.
1: We have a really good time in our office. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you want to share before we end
1: our time together? I would just say, don't be afraid to try. You know, try new techniques, get out of your comfort zone, use those family members that you know want discounted or free treatments and just give things a try because you'll be amazed at what works and sometimes maybe what catches you off guard that doesn't work that you may or may not want to introduce into your office.
0: Definitely. And I think, you know, just the practice piece of it alone gives me the confidence and then again, like you said, you've got the choice to do it or not, even after you try it.:
1: Right, And I would say, always use your spouse first, because if they <laughs> see, they lose money. So their <laughs> likelihood
0: of lawsuits low, Kathy.) It's yeah. low. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are often doing that to each other) <laughs> <laughs> I have some of our most prized pictures from those moments throughout our career. (laughs) And if you've ever heard Matt talk, you've seen quite a few of them. So, (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much for spending your time with me today and sharing all this invaluable or very valuable information. So I just really, really appreciate it. Can't thank you enough. And um, I hope I get to see you soon. It was fun to see you in California this last weekend.
1: Yes, and you know, you missed the best jogging day because the following day it was so warm and sunny California perfect. I was thinking well maybe that's how how it should be because you probably don't want to move to California so it's best to go when it's all dreary and rainy and the beach seems like it's not a nice place.
0: You know what, even on the not nice days for California, it's still like the nicest day, so my little drizzly run that first morning was still so great, and I, you know, every time I go to California, I think, oh, I'd love to live here. I mean, it's really just, you know, well, a lot of things that go into it, other than the traffic
1: yeah there's many other things Kathy if you ever want to talk about on a day when you're thinking about moving just give me a call I'll easily <laughs> give you eight reasons Kansas is place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> never know one of these days we might both end up in Tulsa again <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh well thank you so much and um, again for spending your time with us today and I'll see you soon thank you Kathy so nice to see
1: you